a hearty hello to everybody in radio, internet, computer, and TV lane. This is a call to action, and I'm your host, Alex C. Habersham. And I'm so happy to be able to do this show. I'm happy to do all shows. But this show has a special place in my heart because I remember one time my great granddaddy told me, say, if you uh, don't know where you came from, you can't know where you're going. So today we're going to talk about where we came from as a city, uh, Macon Bibb County, uh, at least for the past 200 years. And of course, this is the 200th anniversary, the bicentennial, by means two. I was an old man before I learned that. But anyway, uh, the bicentennial celebration of Macon Bibb. So I thought it would be most appropriate to have two individuals today who know a lot about the bicentennial and who have played a major role in celebrating 200 years of Macon Bibb County. Those two individuals are Mr. Joshua Murphy, who's the administrator uh, for the bicentennial celebration. He's been around for a while since we began it and, and he's doing great things and he's the administrator. So that's where all the problems come to if there's a problem as it relates to the bicentennial. Additionally, I'm so happy to be able to present to you Miss Julia Ruben Morrison. Thought I was going to say you Ruben, did you? <laughs> uh, who is the marketing director for the Bicentennial. And before I turn it over to them, I just want to editorialize a little bit. It's most important that everybody becomes familiar with and engage and if not all, some of the activities associated with the bicentennial, because it's something for everybody and we want the entire community to help celebrate and we're gonna talk about the bicentennial anthem a little later. So we're gonna begin with Julia, Ms. Morrison. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and then your role as the marketing director for the bicentennial. Absolutely. And I'm really excited to be on the show with you guys today. Um, so my name is Julia Morrison, and I work for Mercer University as the Director of Arts, Marketing, and Community Engagement. So all kinds of things around Mercer, like uh, McEachern Arts Center or the Grand Opera House, which is where my office is. Um, I handle all the marketing. Um, when you come to a Broadway show at the Grand Opera House, that's how you've heard of it. But uh, I'm really passionate about making 200 because I am really passionate about being on the arts committee and having used a lot of the bicentennial to pay artists to create really beautiful reflections on our history, on our past, and to try to inspire a more harmonious future, a more reconciled future together. So that's been what I've been most passionate about working on with the committee and some of the work that I've been doing here uh, since then. Okay, that's outstanding. We're going to ask after Dr. Murphy uh, gives his introduction and his overview, we're going to ask you to talk specifically about some of the bicentennial initiatives that have happened and that will happen and how the community can and should be involved. Doc, your turn. Hey, thank you. I'm also elated about being here today and anytime Mr. Habersham asks you to do something you have to know it's about something that's good, that's gonna move the, the community forward. And as the administrator for the Bicentennial Committee and Commission here in Macon, Georgia, 200 years of history that has unfolded across arts, 
initiatives across events and partnerships, across history, across education, sports, just all of it. We are doing that. And I'm glad because I'm involved with every every part of it. And then I've learned a great deal. So I actually push. And even just last night, Julia and I got a chance to look at a piece that we're doing with Wesleyan College, which was an outgrowth and the turnout, Mr. Habersham was wonderful. So I'm so excited as we continue to move forward and ask people to be a part of this. And today you'll get a chance us talking about as we move from where we are right now in August to 2024 and what we're doing with activities. So you'll see some of that on the screen and we want you involved. Come out, we got it laid out for you. So get your pens and pencils out so you can keep up with some of the dates. I always tell people when Murphy is speaking, start taking notes because we need to make sure that you are here with us. Go ahead, Doc. <laughs> yeah, well, we really appreciate that. I, I'm glad that, uh, I, you know, I, I, I just put my uh, Macon 200 Bicentennial pen on. You know, I had it on, but it fell off. I'm straightening it up. But I want to talk about these pens because everybody should have one. You know, and I mean, it's a nice conversation piece. And then you can play your role in kind of introducing and familiarizing the community with the bicentennial by wearing your pen. Uh, uh, quickly, one of you all say what they can get one. You can get right now bicentennial merchandise at Visit Macon, and you're about to be able to get bicentennial merchandise online at macon200.com. We actually are about to launch this literally today. And um, if you'd like, I can show you a quick preview of how you can get some of this bicentennial merchandise online. Go ahead. Ship to your door. Oh, wow. Yes. So um, we're going to be adding this onto makin200.com and onto our social media today. I'm going to share my screen with you all and you'll be able to see this. Wow. Um, so, wow. Look at all these different options for being able to get a cool t-shirt. And what's really nice is that you'll be able to get it in a bunch of different colors. Um, so you'll be able to pick um, your color that you'll go along with your shirt um, and be able to pick the version of the different logos that we have here um, available. So it'll be a really cool option. And then they'll ship them straight to your door, which is super convenient um, for those who don't have time to stop by Visit Macon or to stop by another uh, downtown location. So this will be launching today and you'll be able to see this so you can have a permanent reminder of the bicentennial yourself. Right, right. And I'm glad and we're going to continue to emphasize Macon200.com because it's extremely uh, important. Uh, Dr. Murphy, just talk about since uh, Bicentennial has a historical perspective, let's talk a little bit about the history uh, only as it relates to the beginning of the observations uh, about the Bicentennial, some of the activities and programs that have gone on. And let me tell you all something, if I must say it myself, and before I forget it, I am the co-chair of the Bicentennial Commission, along with my good friend and comrade, uh, Mr. Wes Griffith. So let's just start at the beginning, Doc, and talk a little bit about some of the things that have happened, and then we'll maybe ask the two of you to talk about some of the initiatives that will happen moving forward through the year. And we can't, don't forget the sneaker ball, you know, while y'all talking, okay? <laughs> we, won't, we won't forget the sneaker ball because 
on December the 9th, 2022, it was launched at the Macon City Auditorium. And people were thinking that was the kickoff, but we made it the kickoff because the kickoff was actually February the 3rd, 2023, where we got a chance to see the endogenous individuals who actually made history a part of what they're having here in Macon, Georgia, 12,000 some years ago. And then when we started working with Wesleyan College, we have Wesleyan College every third Tuesday with this 12-part series. The originators was Dr. Thomas Duvall, Newton Carrier, Don Druitt, and James Barfield. Lovely. They started off, if you will, from 1823 to 2023. We did a whole series on that. Then we went to music and art and that whole piece field, and then into race, ethnicity, and culture. So we continue to build on sports. We continue to build. The last ones were actually on, we did one on education, then on cemeteries. So we'll talk a little bit more about what's coming up next with the actual dates. But don't forget, please do not forget the third Tuesday at Wesleyan College at 6 o'clock p.m. But when you look at that, Dr. Land has also offered his help on September the 18th. We will be doing the piece on cemeteries at the Douglas Theater, which is free of charge. And he's even said to us, he will open the concession stand. So a part of this whole history being launched from 1823 to 2023 also included a piece on transportation, which was absolutely wonderful. So we want you to come out so you'll learn more about that. And then we're planning on launching a book. We work, we're working with a guy, hopefully, a guy by the name of Ron Beers out of uh, Tennessee. And he has shown us this great opportunity. We haven't finalized it yet because the attorneys are looking at it, but we want to make sure that there is a book that comes out of this so that people will not only read about it, they can see that history. So we are extremely excited. Now, after cemeteries, and I must say, I want to say this to all of our churches, temples, synagogue, and mosques. That's what's coming up next. So you want to certainly see the history, if you will, of our churches. We'll tell you more in a minute. All right. Julia, you want to add to that? Yeah, we've had, um, I, just like Dr. Murphy said, so we have had the uh, history series going on on that third Tuesday of the month, every um, month out at the uh, at Wesleyan College at the Peyton Anderson Amphitheater. But additionally, we have had a lot of other programs affiliated with remembering our history. So for example, for every history topic we've had from cemeteries, like Dr. Murphy mentioned, to transportation uh, and so on and so forth to athletes and sports, we have had a bicentennial poster that we have commissioned from an artist. And we are selling those posters out at the Bicentennial Art Show at the Macon Mall. You can also see all of them on our social media page if you just want to admire them and just want to reflect yourself on the history. Um, it's been really beautiful to see people being really inspired by different facets of our history. Um, and I can show you guys a couple of these really great um, photos. So, for example... The August photo, we're in August right now, um, and this is supposed to go with mayors of Macon Bibb, um, and I will share this again. So this was created by Micah Gogan, and this is for that Macon Bibb mayors and honors that theme um, with Captain Isaac Holmes who was the mayor of Macon in 1846. So look at this beautiful portrait that was created 
Um, and we were actually able to commission a local make and bib artist to make that um, as part of this bicentennial. And so if you go to our Making 200 social media pages, Making 200 on Facebook, I think it's Making period 200 on Instagram, you'll be able to check all these out, uh, which are really cool. Here's another one of uh, Coach Alvin Copeland, uh, who has been a longtime basketball coach, um, for example. So you can sort of see the diversity in all the different art. Um, we had the previous one was a painting, this one's a photograph, but these are sort of showing the different facets of our history and um, and showing our the way to our bright future ahead, um, all these different pieces of art. So those are just uh, some other ways that you can engage in the history if you make sure to follow us online and on social media. Oh, that's so outstanding. And then another piece of the Bicentennial, and we're going to give you all a snippet of it, is the Bicentennial Anthem. Now, let me tell you something. I know everybody feels excited about Maconville County, and we don't want to uh, forget while I'm thinking about the indigenous celebration too, uh, you all. But man, you'd be so excited about our city, even more excited when you hear the Bicentennial Anthem, which is called I Love My City by CMD Styles. So we're going to give you all a snippet of that. And as you listen to it, we'll be right back. All right. And I'm going to count you in. And we're back in three, two. Wow. What a song. And, you know, that's on YouTube. And I want to give a shout out to CMD and the West Griffith and Capricorn Studio and, and uh, everybody who played a role because it's an outstanding song. I played it for somebody in Albany, and, you know, they said that they were just jealous. Congressman Bishop's uh, uh, office manager, you know, I sent it to the congressman because he's told that he had never heard it. So I sent it to her, she listened to it, and she just, uh, just ran it about, you know, how nice it is. And there were a couple of um, sanctioned events that we have done. See, what we want to happen if you're having a positive event in our community, you know, and, and Doc or Julia, either one of you, uh, y'all can share talking about it, but there have been a couple of section events, many, more than a couple, that have occurred, and we've got some coming down to shoot, too, like the uh, Indigenous Celebration. So, uh, Julia, talk a little bit about what's coming up with the Indigenous Celebration and the Sneaker Ball, and Doc, before she does that, Talk about, you know, a couple of the events that were sanctioned and that have already happened. Let me say, just yesterday I got a chance and and before, I wanted to do something before I got there and brag a little bit about Julia because I know that piece that we did at the Bicentennial Art Show and it moved from March to June, that whole piece of blossoming and from blocks from June to September, that whole piece of untold stories. And now we from, from September uh, Mr. Habersham, to December, we'll be doing the sense of place. Now, sanctioned events. We did one this year with uh, George Muhammad, that piece, and it ended up with a parade and the parades of the city. We did that with Andrea Cook and her team, and we're having more and more people. We're getting ready to do a sanctioned event that we're going to talk a little bit more about. Otis Redding, the King of Souls, September the 8th and 9th, a sanctioned event, and people have come to us, and all they do is send it in. Elaine Lucas, 
and, and Commissioner Lucas, all of them, Councilman Lucas, they all had a sanctioned event with us in the park, Henderson Park. So all you do, send in that application and say, we want this to be a sanctioned event. And we're planning on something with the Hispanic group out there on October the 1st with Moasses and his team out there at Smiley's, Smiley's Flea Market. So you're right, Mr. Habersham. We, we are touching the community in terms of where we're going and where we've already been. Had a big sanction event where it did a proclamation where Mr. Habersham stood at court, not at court side, in the middle of the court and none other than Mercer University for Black History Month and read the proclamation there uh, for the president. That's been some of the sanction events we have in a very positive nature of what we're doing here in the city of Macon. And don't you forget the expo I, uh, yeah, hey, look, don't let me forget the Black <laughs> Expo. You're right. Because <laughs> a part of the Mercury and Soul was at the Black Expo. <laughs> look, Mr. Habersham called and said, Dr. Murphy, we already out. We're telling people don't come. I said, no, just put them out of window. He, he actually sold out the Expo with a number of vendors. We worked with Cade Mars, and we had 971 slides of the history of Macon that was actually portrayed outside up in the vestibule, if you will, people could walk in and we're planning on putting that too at the Bicentennial Art Show. And I tell you, the theme, the theme, let's have a show, you want to give them a little spill of that theme. I just love it. Together, since you were hesitating on me, together we rise. And that's what the theme was all about at, at that expo. That expo was there. People are still talking about the expo. They got a chance to be exposed, if you will, out on the score board because they told us at first, we don't think we can do it. Mr. Habersham and I didn't give up. We said, I believe you can do it. And the guy came there from Hewlett Packard and said, I think if we plug it in with a laptop and it started working. So what a blessing. It was a blessing all day long from that. That Black Expo really turned it out. Thank you, Thank uh, you. Mr. Habersham. And together, together we rise. Now also at the Bicentennial Art Show, another a sanction with none other than Winnie McQueen, the canopy project. And it hangs right there at the food court. Idealism, courage, and hope. Let's keep the hope alive. Mr. Habitat, back to you. Yes, sir. Now back to Julia. Go ahead, Julia. I know that you got something that you can add to that. Let, let me say yes. this. This is so exciting. And I'm sure Julia's fixing to plug in 200 for 200. But uh, yeah. not only that, but anything else you think is relevant, Julia. Go ahead. Yeah, so um, I'm so glad you mentioned um, the Black Expo and the history posters and these things. One thing that we're really excited about is sharing our true history. Um, you mentioned, for example, the Hidden Histories exhibit at the Tubman that we just opened yesterday. Uh, we're really trying to share our true history. And part of that is that when we look at the bicentennial, we are we looked back at what was done during Macon's centennial. And during Macon's centennial in 1923, Macon was not an inclusive place. It was not an equitable place, right? And so now what we're looking at is we're looking at um, a lot of these facets of African-American history, all these facets of indigenous history, and, um, and the entire full history of Macon 
from start to end. Um, and so one thing that we are sponsoring uh, that you asked me to talk about, Mr. Haversham, is the um, Fire Starters Festival, which is this beautiful way to connect something that Macon has always done, and how do we enhance it, right? So Macon has been doing for many years the Okmulgee Indigenous Celebration out at what will be soon Georgia's first national park right here in Macon, the Okmulgee Nouns National Historic Park. But not everyone's a park person, right? Not everyone wants to go in the middle of September and hang out all day at the park. And sometimes people who have been to the mounds and have been to the park might not know very much about um, indigenous issues today and about the Muscogee Creek Nation and its citizens and what are they up to today. And so the Firestarters Festival takes that uh, indigenous celebration and it continues it on the other side of the river downtown. And so we have three really exciting events that I am going to share with you again, keep sharing my screen, but uh, there's so much exciting content in the Bicentennial to share. But um, one of the events that we are doing is we're doing an Ignite the Night concert, which is a benefit concert for the National Park and Preserve Initiative. So we aren't quite over the finish line yet. We are soon to be the next national park, but there is a group called the Okmulgee National Park and Preserve Initiative, ONPPI, as they are called. And they are the ones who are working on making that Georgia's first national park here in Macon. So if you come to this concert, it helps to benefit that. And it's a concert featuring the Indigo Girls. And now the Indigo Girls right now are really hot. Uh, they are they were, of course, a really big band um, starting in the 80s and 90s. Um, they're, of course, from Georgia originally, from Atlanta area. And, um, of course, uh, they were recently in the Barbie movie. So they were recently in, like, the hottest movie <laughs> that has taken over. So um, people are rediscovering the Indigo Girls. New generations are rediscovering the Indigo Girls. It's actually the perfect time for them to come to Macon. Um, it couldn't be a better time. So we are doing that at the Grand Opera House. That's going to be on Saturday, the 16th of September. We are also going to be doing an art exhibition called Okmulgee to Okmulgee. Um, and that is going to feature two Muscogee Creek citizens as visual artists, Bobby C. Martin and Randy Kemp. They are going to come to Macon and give an artist talk. And we are going to have this beautiful setting in McEachern Art Center, an art gallery downtown for you to view their work um, and to be able to talk to them and purchase their work. And then we're going to have a third event called Firestarters Film Festival, which is a mini indigenous film festival. Um, there's going to be lots of really cool and interesting films on display there. Um, for example, there's a film called Bad Press, which is about press freedom in the Muscogee Nation. Um, there's going to be a film uh, about a women's stickball team. Stickball is a um, indigenous sport. So there's lots of really interesting ways for you to engage with contemporary indigenous culture. And we really hope you join us um, September 14th through 16th for that event. And so again, that's just one of the ways, just like some of the other events that Dr. Murphy mentioned, that we are um, that we are showing off the history and the future, right? It's 200 years and beyond um, and showing off all that Macon has to offer here um, with these events celebrating the Bicentennial. Oh, that's outstanding. And then, you know, you can play another role as it relates to being involved in the Bicentennial, you know, because we celebrating 200 years. Miss Julia, talk about 200 for 200. <laughs> I am glad that you mentioned that. So there is a fundraising campaign. Now, the signature initiative, the main initiative that we have 
is uh, Bicentennial Park. We are building a park. It's going to be in East Macon. If people don't know this, Macon actually has a main street and it's not downtown. It's actually in East Macon across the river. That's where the city was first founded. And so this will be adjacent to main street. And um, so it will both honor where Macon was originally incorporated. It's also backs up to the new Okmulgee Mounds National Historic Park. So it's also has indigenous history affiliated with it. It's also uh, East Macon and the area around it has been a historically black neighborhood. So, I mean, there's really just so many layers of that location, why it is so important that we chose that location. And of course, everyone loves these beautiful parks, these beautiful reflective spaces where we can come together in public. And so if you want to support Bicentennial Park, the signature initiative, you can give us 200 for making 200. It is the best way to help us leave a legacy for our future generations. So I'm going to show you, if you go to making200.com, and you scroll down, you'll see this help build Bicentennial Park and leave a legacy. We actually did a fantastic photo op in Rosa Park Square, um, showing off a 200 to launch this campaign. And you can donate by either writing a check to the Community Foundation of Central Georgia, as you can see here, with 200 for 200 in the memo line, or you can click donate now for making200.com. There we go. And then it'll take you right to the Community Foundation's website, mm -hmm. right where you can go ahead and purchase a ticket and you can go forward with that. You can also just go straight to the Community Foundation's website, cfcga.org. You can hit their donate button. You'll see a big tab that says Make and Bicentennial. It's really easy to find. So this is a really easy way for you and your family to contribute and you get some special perks. You will be the first to see Bicentennial Park being uh, the design being unveiled and you'll get a special t-shirt. And this is a special t-shirt. It's not the ones that I showed you earlier. These are the ones that only the 200 for making 200 donors will receive. So um, if you help us out, it'll really help us leave a legacy and you'll get some special perks for uh, helping out the Bicentennial. And again, helping to lay the groundwork for our future. Yeah, 200 for 200. I love the theme and everybody can participate in that. And then you wanna be a part of the solution. And donating 200 for 200 will be a part of the legacy of the Bicentennial. And I'm sure you want to be a part of it. And then the thing that I'm going to leave with is, you know, the mission uh, of the Bicentennial. Because I want everybody to understand this and this will motivate you to be a part of it. The Bicentennial Committee seeks to strengthen civic pride by educating the community about our history, educating the community about our history, celebrating our accomplishments, acknowledging our past, and promoting a harmonious future. So that's that's what we are about. That's why uh, Mrs. Morrison and Dr. Murphy are excited. That's why Wes Griffith and Alex Habersham are excited. And that's why you ought to be excited also. Be a part of the solution, a part of the history, and a part of the legacy. This is a call to action. I'm your host, Alex Savage. I don't even know my name. Alex E. Habersham, having interviewed Dr. Joshua Murphy, the administrator of the Bicentennial, and Miss Julia Rubin Morrison, who's the marketing director for the Bicentennial and Mercer and a whole lot of other things. This is a call to action. 
thank you all for participating. Listen to I Love My City, because although you already love your city, when you listen to that anthem, you love it even more and participate in 200 for 200, the sneaker ball and many of the other activities. A call to action. I'm Alex E. Havisham. Have a great day. www.makingblackpages.com